selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Elevate others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? We got all kinds of things going on, but again, I've talked about it before. Where the heck is this year going, Daryl? We are now smack right starting September. I what know is happening? Where it is. It Tell is. me what's going on. It's I, time keeps on ticking, Larry, into the future. <laughs> There's a dated <laughs> reference to a very old song that was probably popular back when you started in sales, Larry. But you know, hey, this oh, is stab, 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 stab. <laughs> you know, I'm excited though, and, and this is coming out. The Saturday before the 2022 Trust Building Challenge. Larry, it's here. The 2022 Trust Building Challenge. We have got an incredible event lined up for next week. Every day, September 12th through 16th at 12 noon Eastern time. That's 9 o'clock, nine o'clock on the West Coast. You can do the math wherever you are in the world. <laughs> uh, we hope to see you live. And if you can't come every day, don't worry about it. We're going to record all this stuff. And you'll be able to get access to the recordings. But Larry, think about next week and the people that we're going to have coaching us. I'm super excited for Simon Harris, our dear friend in the UK, to kick this off. We have Simon. And then we have Robin Treasure. And then we have Cynthia Barnes. And then we have Dan Dominguez. And then we have Charlie Green, the most when it comes to trust. This is action-packed. It's an hour every single week next week. It's going to be filled with all kinds of actionable ideas to help you build and sustain trust with your prospects and clients. And Larry, I don't know anybody in sales that can't benefit from more trust. As we like to say at Selling from the Heart, more trust, more sales. So this is going to be fantastic. And if you want to get involved, thanks to our generous sponsors, it's absolutely free. And you can go to www.trustbuildingchallenge.com. That's www.trustbuildingchallenge.com and get your free ticket. And it's going to be a blast. We look forward to seeing you next week. But right now, oh my goodness, do we have a conversation teed up today? This is going to be fun. <laughs> look who's in the house, Jackie. Jackie Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, long time no see. I know. You know this is great. Uh, so many people in the Selling from the Heart community know you, Jackie, our head coach. And uh, this conversation today is going to be incredibly powerful. But, and as we get started, you know the question that every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast answers. And that is, what does it mean <laughs> to you to sell from the heart? Oh my gosh. To me, selling from the heart is everything. Today, in today's society, we call it authenticity. When I was younger, it was all about your reputation. How did you show up? How did you bring value? How did you serve others? That's what is most important to me and why I love coaching and teaching with Selling from the Heart to bring that to the forefront. 
Oh, this is this is good because I'm a big believer. It, I'll say it over and over and over again, so y'all get used to it. Is leaders who sell from the heart, leaders who lead from the heart, soon develop a team that sells from the heart. Mm-hmm. This all starts at the leadership level, and this and this is what I love that Jackie's bringing to the forefront is coaching is near and dear to us. It's near and dear to Jackie. It's something that we all need to improve upon in the sales world. But uh, as we get started, and I, I just want to go, I just want to go back to just selling from the heart just for a second. And what this means to you is if you look at this through a lens, we're going to ask you the flip side to this question, Jackie. But if you look at this through the lens of a sales leader, what does selling from the heart mean to you as a sales leader and as a coach? I'm just curious. Hmm. Well, from a sales leader's point of view, it is helping guide your agents, your sales team to be who they are, bring themselves to the table because there's so many times they're handed a script, just read it, go act like Johnny. He's our best salesperson. So they're already being set up for failure because they're not like Johnny. Their personality isn't anything like them. They don't talk like them. So you're trying to be someone that you're not from five minutes in starting your sales career. So it is so important for a sales leader to recognize the differences between one salesperson or another and how to communicate with them. Uh, Great, great definition. And this is so critical right now. And you look at the turmoil right now in sales teams. I mean, turnover is uh, absurdly high. It's always been high. It's higher than it's ever been. It's hard to find new people. Uh, the reality is, you know, we've got to take our teams and we've got to work on this sales culture. Jackie, we're going to have a great conversation today about the importance of coaching. And as we're starting out, you know, we what's the difference uh, from your perspective as as a coach? You get to coach all kinds of salespeople. You get to coach leaders. And when you think about coaching versus managing, what would you say the difference is between coaching and managing? Yeah. There's a lot of difference. So as a manager, you're telling people what to do. Go make this many calls. Go do this. Go talk to that. You need to present this way. So everything is an order. Instead of training where you're saying, you know, finding more about, first of all, you need to find out about your sales team, Mm -hmm. which I'm going to give a shout out to the uh, YOS which is your why operating system is finding oh, yeah. who you are. Absolutely. You know, like my why is contribute, my mm-hmm. how is mastery, and my what is trust. Surprise, surprise, I work with selling from the heart. <laughs> so, because it all ties in. And you're our head coach. You can help contribute to people's success. And you're, you're the mother hand. Master. Yeah, I mean, all of this is so cool, just seeing the alignment. Um, between your role and your why, but this, you know, to, to really get to know your salespeople um, is one of the marks between a manager, someone who's just a manager and someone who's also a coach is, do you know your people and what makes them tick? Absolutely. Cause, cause when you find that out about someone, like someone in this team is a better way. So he's always looking for a better way, That's even right. though the better way was found. So you know, it, it to understand that about your team and how they function and how they operate is huge as it comes to building a synchronistic sales team. 
So when you have someone that is, when you're coaching someone, you know what, in all honesty, no one technically needs a coach unless they want to have someone that pushes them beyond their, their limits. If you want someone that you just like talking to your mom, they're going to say, oh, that's nice, dear. If you're talking to a friend, they're not going to tell you what you need. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. But when you're talking to a coach, you have (laughs) an ally in your corner. Mm -hmm. You have someone to go, you know what? That's great. But they'll ask you questions to push you out of your comfort zone. Because quite frankly, none of us want to leave our comfort zone. Mm. No, oh, th- this is on the other side of that comfort zone. No, That's right. And, and, th- and this is so good because there's a lot of, uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of comfortable salespeople and there's a lot of comfortable Ooh. sales managers that are, that are out there. But looking at this through a coaching lens, just for a moment, I mean, when salespeople come to a coach, right, or a sales manager leader comes to a coach, what are they looking for? And, and, I, only, and I only say this because I remember the first time I hired a coach and I was 40 years old. So it just took me where I was stuck and I was at a plateau and I go, I can't get there anymore. I need some help. But is that usually what happens when somebody's coming to a coach? They're at that level where they go, I just can't break through to it. However they define what over that, over the next level looks like walk us through that. What's going to cost somebody to reach out to a coach. It doesn't cost anything for, you know, if you have a good coach, usually the first session is complimentary. So you can understand more about the person that you're dealing with because you may or may not be a good coach. You may not be a good fit to coach them is what I meant to say. So I want to make sure when I am talking to some, a potential, you know, person that I will be coaching, I want to make sure that I'm a fit for them because if they're the type of person that can't accept, you know, a little bit of pushback, like, Mm. so why are you doing that? What made you do that? And don't want that pushback because there's people out there that they say they want coaching, but they really don't want to be asked questions because they are comfortable with the excuses that they have in their head. So for instance, I got into coaching, got a coach because I struggled with time management many years ago because I was a mom for a long time. I I was a stay at home mom. So I was reactive to everybody. Mm. Well, that is great when you're a mom, not so great when you're in sales, because then your whole day is on reactive mode for your clients, your managers and all that. So I needed to get more structure in my day. Now I'm pretty darn good at it, but it required someone to go, yeah, that's an excuse. Yeah, that, you know, and that's what coaches will do for you. They'll tell you, they'll, they'll, they'll call your BS is what they will do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's so valuable. I mean, you know, this, uh, as we're recording this college football just kicked off this past season for all of our friends here stateside, you know, what college football is and, um, you know, and, and for our friends overseas, uh, we call soccer football over here. We call football. So we got all mixed up. Nonetheless, <laughs> uh, I was watching football this weekend and I noticed a couple things about the coaches. So sometimes the coach is walking up and they're patting someone on the back. They're saying, great job, you know, and putting an arm around them or high-fiving and all of that. And uh, sometimes it's a little bit more intense, right? Just like, look at me. 
You need to hear this. And, and I think we need people in our lives, Jackie, that do both of those things. It can give us a sincere, uh, attaboy compliment, way to go girl, you know, all that stuff. But we also need some people in our lives. If we're going to break through to the next level that are willing to have some honest conversation, um, and make an honest, uh, observation that, that you might not get from a close friend, um, or a client. And these are the, these are the blind spots, uh, that a coach I think can really come and go, look at me, <laughs> look at me, you know, and, and how do you see this playing out when it comes to sales coaching and this honest feedback? Well, with, and again, that's why I usually offer a complimentary session first, because mm -hmm. you want to know where that person sits. Are they the type that can take that honest feedback and, also to clarify a little bit, because there is some confusion out there. What's the difference between a coach, a consultant? And with a coach, coaches are different than in football and sports because a coach in sports will tell you what to do. Hmm. You need mm -hmm. to go play quarterback. You need to do this. You need to run this play. They're telling you what to do. Coaching in what I do is all about me asking deep questions because everybody has the answers but you need to ask questions to dig it out of them hmm. a consultant kind of does both i'm going to ask you some questions but if you get stuck i'm going to share some stories some insights from my history and if you looked at my profile i have i probably have a phd in sales and psychology because those are my two passions, but it's under, you know, getting them to, are you feeling that? How are you, mm -hmm. how's that relating to you? And then sharing the story of here's what I've experienced with someone else. Does that resonate with you? So it is really coming together as a cohesive team when you're coaching someone and consulting with someone. <laughs> so, so as I'm sitting here listening, cause I've had multiple coaches, you know, and still do is where does therapy come into this? And I'm, and I'm saying, and I'm saying this for a, a reason is right to me, great coaches, especially in the sales world, in the business world, I believe are great therapists as well. Your Absolutely. thoughts on that. Yeah. And, and they, and they actually, it, there's that fine line. Mm -hmm. But the, the therapist is more if you're really struggling mentally, most people, so they don't hurt themselves because they're on the edge of, I can't handle life. So, or really are dealing with past issues that they don't want to, so they, they can clear up the past issues that they've dealt with all their life to forgive their past to move on. Mm -hmm. So, and my clients, well, they'll get a little bit of everything because I'm not only a certified executive coach, but I'm a life coach and a spirit coach. So they, because it all interplays in people's lives. You know, you could be having a miserable home life, which is going to play into your work life. So yeah. having someone that has that cohesiveness helps on both avenues. Yeah. And I think you bring up a really good point here is, is that there is a role for, for therapy. And by the way, a good coach will know 
um, when yep. to point you in that direction. Because as we've talked about on the Selling from the Heart podcast, the you know sales is a challenging per, uh, profession, and uh, we've highlighted and will continue to highlight some of the mental health issues that get surfaced inside sales. And I just want to say to anyone listening. If you think you need a therapist, you need to go call one and uh, you need to you need to engage with that. But having a coach inside um, wanting to improve your game, whether you're a sales manager, whether you're a sales professional, the reality is, you know, it's interesting. I'll just draw another analogy from football. Um, there's a manager of the team. And then there's the coaching staff and they're not always the same people. Uh, what's the value, Jackie, from your perspective of having a manager and someone separately coaching you? Well, because everyone has a different perspective. They're looking at your game plan, so to speak, mm -hmm. from different vantage points. So if I'm going in with my coaching hat on, all I'm going to do is ask deep questions to draw the answer out of you. Mm -hmm. If I'm more towards like a manager, then I'm kind of telling you, well, I noticed you did this. You kind of really needed to do this. This is what our expectation is of you. So this is what you need to be doing from now on. So they're pushing you towards what's in the betterment of the team when you're talking about football. Whereas the coach is might be looking at just, say, just the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Here are the routes that I need him to play. I'm going to really just focus on him. Right. I need to get the ball down to the end zone. So th there's a, a lot of different avenues on why you would have a manager and a coach. And that's why several people have different coaches. They mm -hmm. have them for different reasons. Some might have a spiritual coach. I want to be able to really hone in on, you know, what the importance of that is. Other people have a business coach. I want to be able to be the best I can be leading a team. You know, if you're having tough, having to have tough conversations, you know, there's a great book called Crucial Conversations. And it's understanding all those roles that we're, because we're many people throughout the day. We're not just our one person mm -hmm. we have we wear a parent hat we wear a boss hat we wear a you know a child's hat we there we are so many people throughout our day you can still be your authentic self but you're wearing different hats mm. you know tonight after we the podcast you'll be a, you'll be a husband you won't be doing all of this so and it's people have different coaching reasons like if they're struggling with their marriage you'll have a marital coach Mm -hmm. So there's all kinds of reasons to be able to have someone, but you really want that person that's on your side that will say, hey, you know what? You're just telling yourself excuses or they'll go, you know what? You really did a great job. Do more of that because that's yeah. what's going to push the needle to greater success. Oh, I love this. And I, I'm going to I'm going to take this conversation in a, in the remaining time we have just in a slightly different direction. But Daryl's used, you know, he's made reference to coaches on college football teams and so forth a couple of times. I want to take this one step farther. If you ask any professional athlete out there, 
And if you've hung out and you've read Selling from the Heart and you've followed the articles and you followed, you know, a lot of what we talked about, we poked the bear a little bit at the difference between sales professionals and sales reps. So just hear me out on this because it, it plays out on this is professional athletes, they don't snub their nose at coaches. Think about this for a moment, whether you're, you know, I'm throwing out some names, whether you're Tom Brady or whether you're, you know, retired football quarterback, Peyton Manning, whether you're LeBron James, whether you're Tiger Woods, they all are at the top of their game because they've sought out coaches at different levels that can take them places that they can't do by themselves or with the coaches on their team. So here's a question for you, Jackie, is where do you think the disconnect is in the sales world when it comes to coaching because i believe and again this is this i'm throwing it out there to kind of poke the bear in the conversation a little bit is why do sales people believe it's a sign of weakness to hire a coach but yet professional athletes don't even think twice about it i really feel like it's not in inwardly promoted within their sales culture hmm. it's you know in sales they really want you to have that inner desire and just do it yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and so many people, of course, there's very little training on how you're supposed to bring your authentic self, other than what's selling from the heart, of course, to the table. And, and I mean, I, it took me years. I mean, you guys hadn't even created selling from the heart when I started looking for a better mousetrap to mm. train my agents on to be their authentic self, to bring that trust and credibility and honesty to their clients, to serve them, to make sure they're put in a better spot. And it's already been four years, guys, that I found you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we found you as well. And it's it's so cool having coaching rising to the the forefront inside selling from the heart to be able to coach leaders. And by the way, let me just say, if you're a leader, um, you need to come to the breakthrough sales leaders retreat. We haven't mentioned it yet in this episode, but it's coming up October 20th. And we're going to be talking a lot about this whole idea of a culture, but you said uh, culture. And I think that one of the best things that we can establish as sales leaders is to build a coaching culture to where, Coach, coach, it's it's almost like, hey, who's your coach? <laughs> you know, um, well, you don't have a coach. Like instead of someone being surprised that you have a coach on your sales team, it'd be like, what do you mean you don't have a coach? You know, it would be absurd mm -hmm. for any of the aforementioned athletes or professionals that we've talked about so far to not have a coach. We'd think, well, first of all, they wouldn't be there. Could you imagine watching those games? What's that? <laughs> Could you, you imagine watching those games? <laughs> no doubt. No, no, like no. Kiwi Little League. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would be. And, and this is where, it, you know, when you think about a, a culture as a sales leader, to develop a coaching culture where it's the norm. And I think one of the things, the first steps, and we're going to unpack this further at the Breakthrough Sales Leaders Retreat coming up October 20th. Uh, at BreakthroughSalesLeadersRetreat.com in case you haven't registered yourself or your sales leader yet. Um, but we're going to be talking about this whole concept of, of culture. But I think, you know, I think of Simon Sinek's book, Leaders Eat or Leaders Eat Last, right? Or uh, you could flip that on its head and say, Leaders Go First. That's what I was looking for. 
you know, when it comes to coaching, if you want to build a coaching culture, uh, the best way I think to do it is to lead by example and raise your hand as a sales leader and go, you know what? I could be a better sales leader. I'm going to, and if I were a better sales leader, I'd get better results. Uh, and this is the beautiful thing about coaching as we wrap up, Jackie, on this great conversation. Time has just flown by today. When you have a coach, the cool thing is uh, it's not as much about the expense. Of course, there's an investment involved, but it's about the, the getting of more results. You get results when you have a coach. Uh, what type of results could a sales leader expect or be looking for from, from a coaching program? Oh, gosh, it, it really depends on what you're looking for. Um, I'm working with someone right now on because she's uncomfortable getting on, you know, doing some LinkedIn posts. And so one of the things that I had to do, thanks to Larry, is I had when I was first started getting on LinkedIn is pretending I was talking to that person in front of me. So then it made it easier for me to write a post or a message. Um, there, there's all different types from overcoming the fear of picking up the phone or just having that conversation with someone. What does that sound like? How does that, you know, I can go over scripts with them. So they're not sounding like everybody else and they're bringing themselves to the table. There's just so many different avenues that they can go to and you'll get the success if you take action. Well, oh, there you go. That's, that's powerful. I just want to, I want to put this back and, and take another pass at this. Cause I think what I'm, what I'm hearing is every salesperson on your team needs help with different things. So uh, being able to provide that help, but I want to Larry, I want to look at this and go, what for the sales leaders listening in that go, okay, you know what? I see this. And I, I recognize that in order for me to develop this sales culture, I need to go first. I need a coach for myself as a sales leader. In what ways could a sales leader benefit from coaching, Jackie? So the first thing that I do with a sales leader is I create an assessment. Are, are you a sales leader or are you a sales manager? So they take this assessment and they can figure out where they are on a scale. I will walk, walk them through that. And But how it helps is you can bring things down to your team. Hmm. So learning different tactics on how to communicate, how to help one of your salespeople understand, which is why I like the YOS. If you have your sales team take the YOS, you can understand what drives them. So you're not talking to your whole sales team like they're the same person because everybody resonates with different things in different ways. Love so it. there's so many ways that sales leaders can benefit from having a coach to understand and drive their sales team in a more goal-oriented way. Hey, hey, just really quick. I got to go down one more. We're, we're wrapping up, but one more sports analogy really quick. Daryl, <laughs> you started it. Pile on another sports you, analogy. You just started. Can y'all tell we're sports geeks here? But, yes, nevertheless, but nevertheless, but think about this as sales leaders about coaching. I bet you this. There's not a single head coach, insert name of any professional sports team who does not have a coach. The head coach of that team. Sales leaders. 
if you want to get the best out of your salespeople as we roll into the last part of this year, as we just are on the tipping point of 2023, the more you invest in yourself, the more you'll be able to collect on yourself. The more you raise up your game, your salespeople are going to start taking notice of this. That's what coaches can do. Mm. And it will help your sales teams take action. Yeah. All things that we need right now, and this is critical. And and so if you're a sales leader in particular, I want you to just be thinking, you know, do I have a coach? And if not, I think, uh, I hope you agree after this conversation, you probably should get one. And Jackie, um, you know, the cool thing is uh, about the coaching program, we've got a growing team of coaches at Selling from the Heart. Um, you can engage, as you were saying earlier, for a complimentary coaching session just to to dip your toe in the water and and see if it's fit. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, Jackie, and by the way, you can do that if you're watching on YouTube, which, by the way, if you're not watching on YouTube yet, did you know? You go now. Hey, go now. Subscribe. Go, go to YouTube and hit subscribe. Uh, it's so fun to see the interaction. Uh, but if you're listening in on audio, just go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash coaching, and you can learn more about our team of coaches. Jackie, it's such an incredible thing that's going on right now, watching sales leaders and sales professionals go, yes, I want to be better. I want to get more results. I also want more fulfillment. I want to coach. And uh, Jackie, I just want to say a huge thank you for all of the energy enthusiasm, uh, countless hours that, uh, that you're putting in, in terms of building this coaching program here at selling from the heart. It is just such an honor. And I'm so excited for all of the results that are happening, but all of the results that are yet to come. So just a huge, huge thank you for all that you and your team are doing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, uh, of Jackie course, Joy. it won't be the last time. Joy. Awesome. Thank you, Jackie. Larry, what a great conversation. This is, you know, this, I'm going to use, this is the ball game. <laughs> oh, there uh, you like, go. Can we just put another sports analogy in? No, make it stop. No, no but, but this is uh, so critical. No, it, it, it is. And I remember, you know, this is years ago. I had written an article. You can find it on our website at sellingfromtheheart.net. If you go into the, the blog section on our website, how many different coaches there are on a sports team? Right. Now I'll submit to all everyone watching, whether you're a sales person or you're a sales leader, how many coaches are on your team? It's a good question. Think about that. It's a good question. And I think that, that it's good. You know, part of the interesting thing here today is, is, is yes, the sales managers need to coach their reps. Yes. But there's something really powerful about a having a coach for yourself and b developing a coaching culture where you go to your salespeople and go, yeah, look, get a coach. You know, maybe we'll even help uh, underwrite part of the cost of it. But let's develop a, a culture where we're becoming high performance professionals in the environment in which that works is coaching. Well, speaking of, of coaching, we're going to get coached by some amazing people <laughs> next week at the 2022 Trust Building Challenge. This is going to be really, really powerful. You don't want to miss it. Sign up, spread the word to your friends, your peers in the bullpen, trustbuildingchallenge.com. Five days of powerful, poignant, and inspirational action items that you can put to work to grow trust with your prospects and clients. Larry, this is going to be a blast. I can't wait to see everybody on Monday morning. Can't wait. Here's where coaching starts. 
invest. You got five hours of coaching next week, my friends. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> We've got a power packed roster. It's absolutely free. And if you can't attend live every day, we get it. But if you can, we want you to come to as live to as many as you can, because you're going to get to interact with our fine roster presenters. And it's going to be a blast. So trustbuildingchallenge.com. Thank you to everybody who's liking, and especially those of you subscribing on YouTube. It's helping us spread the word. It's helping us grow this movement of authenticity in the sales profession. We appreciate you. And until next time, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, get a coach, and most of all, sell from the heart.